I'm Elisa Mortensen, and this is Undo Redo. Let's take a look at all the things that happen in life that we would like to undo and have a chance to redo. Hello to all my friends. This Undo Redo journey has been fun so far. Thank you for joining me. I am hearing back from you and I am loving your stories. It's fun for me to hear what goes on in your lives. Here are some of the things you guys are saying. One listener says, this has been a great reference for my brain to stop and redirect my thinking. Like, wait brain, remember the story in the podcast, let's stop and reframe it. Another listener mentioned, it reminds me of all the hats we wear and that sometimes we are way too critical of ourselves. This helps me reflect on all the different roles I have. The same person said, it helps me in remembering to let others own their reactions and try not to control them. And all the while being reflective in our own shortcomings and use positive talk to myself and others as I tackle changing. Thank you listeners for sharing some of your takeaways. I love it. The episodes so far have been looking into what you value. We've also defined how you'd like to show up in the roles you have and what to do with the gap between where you are now and where you'd like to be. Uh, A fun one was also the stories that we tell that create our reality. You can go back and reference any of those episodes. Today I talk about being undecided. Indecisiveness is considered a main symptom associated with anxiety and mood. There are typically two reasons for any person not making decisions. One is because you feel like you may not make the right decision. This puts pressure in assuming that there is a wrong decision that could be made. And that outcome would be bad and cause us to have regret. The other reason for not making a decision is to delay something that deciding would put into motion, which makes us not want to decide. So we don't have to act right now. In other words, procrastination could be the cause of us not making certain decisions. These unmade decisions then run in a loop in the back of your mind until we address it. You can notice the procrastination and the avoiding of decisions when you're using the words in your head, like maybe, or I'll think about it, or not yet, or I just don't know. Um, That may be you trying to dodge risk, um, commitment, or risk of failure, and those things help us grow. It is so subtle, right? And doesn't it make sense that if we stay undecided, that it will... it will ensure the bad decision is not made so there's no regret. Or if we stay undecided, we won't have to do anything right now. Supporting our need to be lazy or procrastinate or stay in the same state and shell that we're in right now. If you are deciding whether or not to, whatever it may be, organize your things lose weight, go back to school, connect better with a family member, work out a few times a week, and you hear yourself saying, maybe I will, maybe I won't, I'll just wait and see what happens with work, or maybe some time will pop up, or maybe some other person's decisions will affect it. That's just making excuses. 
that leaves this decision open-ended in your mind and it will be stuck in a loop and you won't have any forward momentum for your life. It sounds like I'm not sure if I'm going to blank into your problem. I'm not sure if I'm going back to school. I'm not sure if I'm going to be doing this thing. I'm not sure if I'm ready to commit just enter problem. I'm not sure if I am blank enter problem needing to be solved. Your brain has to keep revisiting this because it will come back and ask you, you were, you know, you were undecided. We didn't exactly figure this out. And our brains are pretty smart. They can keep up with us. They're so good. They're especially good at finding worst case scenarios. Uh, When we're assuming that a wrong decision could be made, our brains are so good at avoiding the discomfort of work, keeping you safe from danger, but that's your brain's job. You need to be able to notice this and override it with your agency, with your decision. Some statistical risks for remaining in indecision are it can diminish cognitive flexibility. Um, You can remain rigid, like have rigidity in your thinking and in your ways. It can increase the need for more avoidance of certain issues and keep you in uncertainty. So you'd be growing stronger in not deciding if you're feeding that wolf. Indecision also leads to a decrease in self-confidence, never learning to trust yourself, and oftentimes remaining in a state of worry. If you're there long enough, it can turn into anxiety. In the scriptures, this is referred to as being lukewarm. And what we don't realize is how we've been warned about this. We remain unaware of how much it drains our energy, having to readdress the unmade decisions over and over as it remains running in the back of our mind. Let's consider undoing this little habit and becoming more decisive. If we're using our agency to make decisions, it frees us up and it moves us forward. It doesn't matter if the decision is judged as right or wrong. It moves us into being decided and no longer stuck. Once we have decided, this allows us to take in more information from the next place or the next step. And then you'll see the next step. We can then make more decisions from there. Even if the next decision is for you to rethink what you just decided, you can always adjust and tweak it from there. Give it a while when you decide to try another way so you don't find yourself deciding and then sabotaging yourself, deciding and then sabotaging yourself. But either way, when you decide and you stick with it, you have forward momentum and you're not remaining stuck for even longer. The whole point in life is to make decisions. Put a time frame on when you want to be decided by and stick to it. You'll get better at it the more decisions you make. You can redo this by starting small and simple. These ways like making your bed or emptying out one drawer and only putting recently used items back in this drawer, keep what you use. Soon you'll just know how. Step into trusting yourself to make decisions now that suit you and everyone around you and then just get going on it. Another way to start small is to decide ahead. This takes the last minute overwhelm out of it. If you plan out what you'll eat for the next several meals, if one of the things you'd like to do is, um, you know, eat healthier or better, As long as you're eating what you've planned in the very present moment, then it leaves all the choice and drama out of it. Just eat what you said. 
Let me use an example um, of how to redo this. I've been updating my home over, gosh, this last year and removing things that I don't use. My past self wants to keep all this like memorabilia, trinkets and knickknacks because they've always been there. I literally heard my brain tell me, but it goes there. I took a look at the empty windowsill as I was repainting a wall uh, in a room and I loved the look of this empty windowsill. And I know I don't have to put that trinket that I had back on that windowsill. In fact, every night in the summer when I open my window, it's so annoying trying not to hit and knock it onto the floor. And the tub's actually right underneath there, so knock it out onto the into the tub. So keeping it would mean me having to continue to open the window every night and close it every morning carefully so as not to break, break these little trinkets and tip over this stuff that I have sitting there. I may just decide to take a picture of it and put it into a donations pile. It's the same with my closet. I love all my out-of-date clothes. <laughs> I have fun memories thrifting with my kids and my daughter, clothing exchanges. Um, we decided that all the thrifting and clothing exchanges were the perfect way to try a new style without a big money commitment. It's been so fun. And all styles come back in at some point. So it's just with a twist. We love using this whole idea to our advantage and we like to show up places never wearing the same thing as anyone else. <laughs> and so we get really creative with it. And the memory could live on in a picture of me wearing the outfit, right? And the object itself sitting and cluttering up my closet could be gotten rid of. If I haven't used it or worn it in years, then it's no longer useful to me. Um, a fun way to decide between several options you have is to spend 10 minutes in your mind having already decided on each, even five minutes. See where it takes you next. You know, do you want to go to school? You know, spend five minutes in what it would look like to register and what classes you take. Spend five minutes not. You know, do you get far in your life if you don't? Is it something else that you take on? Is it a craft or a hobby that you spend more time in? How do you utilize this decision in the near future? And how do you utilize this decision in the distant future? In what way is that beneficial to you? You know, ask yourself, does it compound any problems? Like if I keep all my junk, it compounds problems where my kids or my other family members having to pick up where I left off either you know, trying to line out my, my will and my future and my money or literally pick up the mess of junk that I kept <laughs> that I didn't need. You know, does it impact others, in fact? Here's some decisions I made. I decided to love my kids no matter what their behavior was because I didn't want to make their behavior be about my judgment on their decision-making. I mean... I don't want to treat them in a way which would not be me showing them love, me showing up in a space of love, saying things that are controlling or threatening is like me being their enemy. So one of my decisions is to maintain my choice to love. And what does that look like for me? I can decide daily to find what I love and adore about my husband, my home, my vehicles, my parents. And if I wanted to, I can decide to love the not so great situations that I often find myself in. I don't know. 
I just sometimes think, okay, how can this make me grow? Because this sucks and any amount of pain has got to be causing me some growth. So what can I learn from this situation? You know, decisions to embrace what's happening instead of pushing away and resisting it has really helped me in forward momentum in my life. So if you question and redecide things that you come across and you keep deciding and you be consistent, it creates growth in your own decision-making journey. Making decisions often brings about trust in yourself. That is one of the biggest points that I want to just hit home here. It leads you to self-confidence and forward momentum in your life. If you have a choice between several things and you just know either way you're going to have a fine and happy life, either way you're going to move on and be amazing and whatever the decision is, it'll be the right decision. If you were to believe that, then what decision would you make? It kind of clears it up all the way. All the drama and all the garbage about needing it to be the right decision or the happy decision or what's good for everybody. You just, you decide that you know what's best for everyone involved. That's confidence. That comes from a really good place. It's not like you need to wait around to see if it was a good decision or not and ask everyone around you if they agree with you and they can back you up in order to have that validation outside of yourself. You just go out and make your decisions and prove them true by loving your choice. You decide to love your decisions. Move into a place where decisions become easy. And in that self-trust and self-confidence is been being built by you deciding. So you don't know what you want? You have to make a decision to find out what you want. You can't find out any other way. Our decisions are not right or wrong or good or bad until we decide they are. So let's go make some decisions, my friends. I hope this helped you in any of your decision making out there because we make them every day. Keep your questions and comments coming in, you guys. Let's stay interactive here and send me a story of how you're using some of these takeaways from Undo Redo. I want to share them on upcoming podcasts always. Our other listeners need to hear your examples because we inspire each other with our stories. If someone came to your mind while listening to this podcast, share it with them because that is how the heavens reach us is through each other. So let's be listening for that. Visit lifecoachalisa.com and sign up for a time to chat with me. I look forward to talking with you on a call or in next week's episode. Thanks. Bye.